Hayata, between us, like who's the tortoise and who's the hare? Okay, so when it comes to the speed of my mm, talking, I'm going to say I am definitely the hare. And when it comes to real estate decisions, I'm probably more a tortoise and you're probably more a hare. And yeah. on the soccer field, what are you? I'm the hare. <laughs> Are you? Yes. Okay. On the soccer field, he's the hare. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team. I'm excited. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're welcoming you to another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, tips, and tools, and a few tactics that we all need, we all deserve, you, I, everyone. So we get to turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. In this segment, we're going to consider whether the Ottawa real estate market is a hare or a tortoise. (laughs) And dare I give it away right now that it can be both. Well, then we can stop the show. No, we can't because you're going to want some of the amazing data and the statistics that we've been able to uncover. So my favorite, and I'm starting, 1962, the year I was born. So I know that had nothing to do with me what happened in the Ottawa real estate market. Well, it might. You were born that year. But in Denmark. So I got distance, no global, it's a global economic situation. (laughs) And so I know that the 0.7 decrease in 1962 Mm -hmm. had nothing to do with me. However, in 1994, when was, that was the next time, what's that, 22 years, 32 years later, Mm -hmm. 32 years later, when we had the next slowdown in the Ottawa real estate market, minus 4%. And it was your responsibility. What do you mean minus 4%? Minus 0.4. Thank you. 0.4. Minus 0.4%. In 94. In 95, it continued. To 2.9% mm-hmm. decrease. Yep. And then 1.9%. Mm-hmm. I love the 0.9s. I yeah. would have just rounded it to three and rounded it to two. So if that's easier for you, then like... 62, it was under a percent in 92 or 94, it was around half a percent. And then it was approximately 3% in 95 mm-hmm. and 2% in 97 mm-hmm. or 96 rather. Yeah. So that's just cleaner. But why right. is it your responsibility, the downward? Well, because I got my real estate license, exactly. of course. Exactly. I caused the market fall. That's what we say. But you know what? The stability is amazing because I went back, like I said, to 1962. 60, 60 years. years. And four years, it's gone down. So that would tell you that primarily, <clears throat> well, maybe that's those stats alone don't tell you. But even the, when you look at the size of the negative shift, it was, it was negligible. Yeah, not huge. We're not talking double digits. Never. Yeah. Until. Not yet. We're not not going there. We're not going there yet. We're too early on that. So the great news is Ottawa, generally speaking, at least from a decreased perspective, we've just given evidence over the last 60 years or 59 Mm -hmm. years, because we're not talking about 2022 just Mm -hmm. yet, has acted like a tortoise. 
Yeah, and historically, if you average it out over those 60 years. The Ottawa me. market looks at about a 4 to 5% increase. Right. Per year, year over year on average. Mm -hmm. So again, very much a tortoise behavior. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, there are times where it acts a little bit like a hare because when it has a downturn like it did in the, in the early nineties, mm -hmm. late nineties and early twenties, twenties, the two thousands, um, it went up. Double digit, right. you know, so we, we saw it recover what it lost. And then get back on track pretty much mm -hmm. with our average four to 5% increase. Yeah, so mostly single digit increases anywhere from like 1% to six or 7%. Right. For quite a long time. Right. So in 01, mm -hmm. what was the double digit increase? I don't remember. I think it's fourteen point three. Yeah, you think it's fourteen point three? Okay. Yeah, good. and then what was the positive increase in O two? I'm not sure. You tell you me. wrote it down. It is right there. It's ten point three. So I actually reversed them. Okay. So in O one it was ten point three, mm -hmm. and in O two it was fourteen point one. Okay. So. Those were our double digits. So we're not into the 20s or high, high teens. No. We're into just over yep. that 10%. Yeah. And only two years until, until. The start of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Now, we were already on the move. We were double digits in 2019. Or not, not quite. Not we were right quite. around, like, I think it was 8.9 or 9%. Yeah. It was Just still a, a hefty increase, mm -hmm. In larger than the average. But then 2020 hit. 19.9. Why don't you just say 20? Because I will the second time I get to say it. So we get to give you both the numbers. Because if you're like me, your brain's going to work more in the round numbers. Mm -hmm. And if you're like Ken, the num it's going to work better mm -hmm. in the point numbers. So 2021, mm -hmm. we saw 22% gain. On a, so when we're saying your neighborhood may have gone up more than that, your neighborhood may have gone less. up less than mm -hmm. that. It probably did not go down in 2019, 2020, or 2021 because that was just well globally, like or nationally across Canada, all prices rose right. it, because it was driven by a global issue, mm -hmm. right? That's why we suddenly got out of our comfort zone in the Ottawa market of stability mm -hmm. and went to destabilize. When you think of destabilize, sometimes you think, oh, it's going to fall low, right? But that it still went out of stability and went crazy high, and. So now what's going to happen? Right? Well, that that's the thing, right? We're probably, so, so far in 2022, because we're mm -hmm. just finishing up the stats now, we're just getting everything for um, beginning of January, just going to get in the next few days, we will get the stats for mm -hmm. all of 2022. But right now we've got pretty much all of it pulled together. And we are looking at probably an average increase of somewhere around five to 7%. And yeah. it's a little, it's a little it's misleading. Deceiving. It's, it's deceiving. It's deceiving. It's deceiving and misleading. Yeah. Why is it deceiving and misleading? Well, because we had very high increase in February and March and high sales. 
Tons. volume. Mm-hmm. And then the last half of the year, the interest rates have been climbing and the uh, prices have been falling and the volume has been falling. We're doing like 40% less volume than we did in 2021. In, for, in for like November, the December, year. the last half a year, mm-hmm. pretty much. So month over month, the last half a year, our prices were down below where they were significantly last below. Year, by about where, four or five percent. Yeah, below where they were the year before. Yeah. And so the reason we're still sitting at kind of a positive number right now is because of the extreme volume of business and the hike of the price in the first half of the year. That's right. It went up almost $100,000, the average sale price from the previous year. Yeah. So, so, so we're, we are in a tortoise ooh. and hare situation. Yeah. But you know what wins the race? Slow and steady. It means real estate mm. is a marathon. It's you get in and you buy and you hold for the long time. We're grateful to be partners moving forward together with you, building wisdom, worth, and wealth. Yetta, what in the world is happening in the Ottawa real estate market? Well, stick around, Mr. Decker, and each of you, and we're going to clarify. So we're thrilled that for many years now, like over 13 years, actually, we've been creating Life's Inside Track episodes for you. And really, we've created now over 587 of them. I don't know. How do we do that? (laughs) Consistency. Right. And where we share insider tips, making house home, how to do the best with your real estate and your money. And the great news, it's really been 30 years of building your life, your home and your wealth. And so what we're going to explore, we got explorations today. Mm -hmm. We're going to explore that when you interpret the market correctly, it's actually not that confusing. Yeah, stats in themselves can be very confusing. Right. And if you were just listening to us amble through and ramble through all kinds of statistics, can't even say the word, it may have been a little bit confusing. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to interpret a little bit deeper what they all mean. Right. And to continue on the the last segment, the, the average... Over the last 20 years in the Ottawa area has been 6.9%. That's a couple percent higher than we used to average like over the last 60 years previously. We were more in the range of 4 to 5%. Year over year. Yeah. Depending on how strong the year was, it would affect that. So now we're up to 6.9. Now, I believe there's going to be an adjustment in right. 2023 because... Most of that adjustment already happened in 2022. We're just not talking about it yet. We're actually saying, oh, the values went up about 7% in 2022. But they didn't. But they didn't actually. They did in the well, in the first few months, they went up crazy. Well, the typical way of calculating the average price. And you can't change that because all the previous years were calculated the same way. So when we get to... 2023, the end of it, I'm projecting our 20-year average is going to be, instead of 6.9, about 5.6% on average over the last 20 years. Because we actually lose, when at the end of 2023, we lose the last year of the 20-year stat, right? And the last year was 14%. And the new year coming, I'm projecting it's going to end up around minus 10%. Now, 
Don't, so it sounds like this guy's falling. Yeah. Don't get afraid that, that, oh, we're going to lose 10% of the value that we're sitting at now. We're not because the you don't value, believe we are. I don't believe we're going to lose an extra 10% over the average sale price that happened at the end of 2022. 22. So basically what we're saying is this guy already fell. Yeah. Right? Like this guy this already guy, fell. This guy fell in the half, the last half of 2022. Exactly. Right. right. And so when we're listening to media, not when Ken's talking as president of the real estate board, that part of the media will not be sensationalized because if he does, you know who's going to get him. <laughs> oh, the whole board? No, the whole board plus his wife, Yetta. yeah. So, And you, I know which one's worse. <laughs> right. Which one's got more clout? Yes. Uh-huh. So when you're listening to media, maybe go to the source that isn't going to sensationalize it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I would really encourage you to listen to Ken Decker's reports as president of the Ottawa real estate board throughout all of 2023, because he is already ahead of the game because we get to meet with you every single week. We actually stay probably more ahead of the stats than we would otherwise do mm-hmm. because we got to know exactly what we're telling right. you. Right. So when we get, when we say media sensationalizes, they're really just stating the stats that work to sell newspapers or sell media content or news articles or have people watch. So what's going to happen is when we look at, say, February and March, when we get to those high months of 2022 and we compare it to where the market is now in 2023, the beginning of 2023, it's going to look like 20% loss. Maybe 30. Or worse. Yeah. It's yeah, maybe 20, like 20, 20 to 30%. I can't really project exactly where it's going to look because it has an effect on or is affected by interest rates. Right. And our friendly government has been increasing interest rates. They're slowing down because they're trying to control inflation, but they don't want to stall the economy and kill jobs and and drive us into a recession. They don't want to do that. Mm-mm. So they're starting to slow down on the increase in rates. Right. Uh, so is the U.S. And it's going to take probably two Bank of Canada announcements where they don't change the rate for the buying market to go, oh, okay, this is our new norm. Because right. they're not sure where it's going. There's still a high demand but people are in wait. The buyers are in wait. Not all buyers are in wait because no. we're continuing to buy and sell just at a much lower rate than we typically would do the same month in any other year. Mm-hmm. And not just through the pandemic, even if you go back into the teens and into the 2000s. Well, we have more houses now. We're a larger city. But really, if you're looking, if you take all factors into consideration, mm-hmm. we are still low inventory. Yeah, it's gained quite a bit. Um, average sale price now is, mm-hmm. or sorry, average sale days, number of days for a house to mm-hmm. sell on average is sitting right around 30 days. That's not bad. Well, That's it, not a bad market. Actually, the higher interest rates have stabilized right. our real estate market. More back to the way real estate used to be done in Ottawa, more of a uh, tortoise type mm-hmm. behavior, whereas for the last two and a half, for those 
2019, 2020, 2021, and into the beginning of 2022, it was functioning like a hair. Yeah. And so then it's dropped back. So yes. the three factors that really drove those huge increases were. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's high, high, high demand, mm-hmm. short, short, short supply. Right. And extraordinarily low interest rates, like historically low interest rates. So those are your three things that will have the biggest impact. So watch those because the affordability now compared to the affordability, say in February of 2022 is Is close. It's close. It's It's close close to the same. Because interest rates are up, but prices are down. So the cost to move in to a particular type of property is probably within $50 to $100 last time I checked. Difference from February. Now, February was the peak. Yeah. But people were buying like crazy in February. There was like hotcakes. And if you bought in February, don't panic. Yes, some of the value has gone down. But like I said, real estate ownership is a marathon, not a sprint. Right. And recognize that if you had chosen to rent in those months, you would have been paying in equivalent in most mm-hmm. cases to a mortgage and that would have been gone too. Right. So it's, yeah. let's put it back into perspective. So if you're concerned, you're going, yeah. Oh, I don't really understand how that's affecting my wealth or my mm-hmm. ability to buy a different house or to move or to transfer or whatever. A 15 minute clarity call is probably mm-hmm. what you want to do. Give us a call at 613-860-4663, and we'll be delighted to sit with you for 15 minutes on the phone. So, Yetta, clarity mm-hmm. proceeds success. Every time. It's a privilege of growing alongside you because we are passionate about us all being positioned for generational legacy. So, Yetta, what's going to happen in the future years ahead? Oh. Well, we're not going to pull out our crystal ball because we don't need it. We don't have it. And we don't have it. (laughs) So we're going to look at how do we figure out what to do next. And so we're excited and really honored, actually, that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only buying, selling and investing in real estate over 3,117 times, but coming alongside you to build your fund build your faith, build your finances, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside of friendships and relationships. So really 30 years of building your life, your home, and your wealth. And so what we're going to discover this time is that clarity is essential before you move forward. And how do we get clarity before you make a move? Mm Mm-hmm. And clarity is not necessarily knowing the future because nobody knows the future. Right. Right? Yeah. So clarity is more about it is. It's very good. Nobody knows the future. Well, we're not supposed to know the future. We don't even want to know the future. If we knew things, it would probably cause us more distress Mm. than if we got to live as we move forward, living in the present with Taking some wisdom from the past. Right. So what can we get clarity on? We can get clarity on what our motive is. Why do we want to make a move? Because what we've seen, and I've certainly seen in almost 35 years in the real estate market now, that people are 
always moving. There has never been a market, whether it was one of the down markets, whether it was one of the crazy escalating markets in the tortoise hare analogy of the Ottawa real estate market. People still move because life still happens. There are still babies born. There are still job relocations. There are unfortunately still deaths. There's unfortunately still divorces. And so there's marriages. So there, there are enough reasons there's empty nesting, there's kids going off to college, you name it, Mm -hmm. it happens. And so the motive for the move, the rationale, the reason for the move and people moving has always been and will always continue. Right. So I think what I'm hearing you say is irrespective of the market or the future market, time your life, commit to the house and date the rate. Yeah, so say that again, because I think that's going to be good for people to hear one more time. Okay, so regardless of the market or the future market, you get to time your life, commit to the house, and date the rate. Because the interest rate, eh, it's going to change. It, it always is. does. And we're going to move in and out of a seller's and buyer's market, or and sometimes we're going to be in a balanced market, which is almost where we are now. We're still, even though it doesn't feel like it, based on the biggest criterion, which is how much inventory do we have? Yeah, we're sitting in around uh, 3.6 months of inventory right, right now. Right, which is just moving into a balanced market because it's sort of over mm-hmm. three months to six months of inventory is what we consider yeah. a balanced market. So we're really sitting in where there's not a lot of extra pressure on the sellers or the buyers. Although if you're a seller right now, you may feel like it isn't like that because we've come out of such an extreme seller's market. Right. So it's the experience of it. But if we look at in the 2000s, then the teens, the lower teens of the 2000s, most of those years were a reasonably balanced market. They Mm -hmm. were not an extreme seller's market, nor were they an extreme buyer's market. They certainly weren't a catastrophic market, either on the buy or sell side. Right. And your days on market was sitting around 45 to 50 days in a balanced market, we're now around 30 days, a little over 30 days. And that tells me there's still demand. When the right house comes up at the right price, it still sells in a fairly expedient manner. Well, because 30 days is fast. <laughs> yeah, for this I mean, house. not compared to 2019 no, to no. 2020. That's not normal to sell half. a house in two days or one day. And if you didn't hold offers, it was like one day. And the only reason our average days on market was like seven or eight was because people were holding offers for seven days before they accepted one. Right. So technically, it was a one-day market, even though the stats don't reveal that. Right. Right. Yeah. And so we want to make sure that we're not taking the data and making it mean something it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So time your life, which is just look at what's up for you. What makes sense? And if you're thinking, well, I need more data, I need more information, I need to consider more things, then a 15 minute clarity call with one of us might just, well, almost I can assure you will give you the evidence of a, being able to sit in a firm decision. Yeah, or even that decision might just be, hey, I need to sit down with Ken and Yetta for an hour or they need to come over and see my house or whatever. 
But the clarity call will give you some direction as to what the next step is. And that's really all we're looking for. What's that one next step? Because we can't Mm -hmm. take two at once anyway. You've heard me say a hundred times. I always fall flat on my face when I try and take two steps at the same time. Absolutely. It's called a jump. Yeah. Well. So the beauty with our experience anyways is we've worked in down markets. We've worked in up markets. We've worked in flat markets. And so... Let's talk briefly about what things are to the advantage. Like if you're moving within the same market. Then it, as long as you have a down payment, as long as you still have equity in your house, it actually doesn't really matter whether it's an up market or a down market. No, because if your house has gone down, so is the one you're going to buy. And if your right. house has gone up, so is the house you're going to buy. Right. There's so a little, moving. Right. There's a little variable there of your downsizing versus upsizing because the percentages mm-hmm. are going to be similar. And so, yeah. you know, and you location. might. And location. So you're going to want to have a conversation about that. But really, if you're staying within the same general market, it has very little mm-hmm. impact. And now whether I, it's going up or down. Yeah. And I think someone, you know, that. In the heyday of times, they may be refinanced a year or two ago. They've got a locked in low rate, but they didn't move because there was nothing to find. They wanted to move, but there was nothing to find. There was very little inventory. Right. This is an ideal time, especially if your mortgage is portable. Check your mortgage, call your mortgage agent, call your lender, say, is my mortgage portable? Portable Mm -hmm. means you get to take it with you. Mm -hmm. So if you've got an extreme low mortgage rate, you could buy the house that you wanted to buy two years ago, but you put off because the market was too crazy. Right. And bring your rate with you. So you take advantage of the lower prices and the low rate. Doesn't that sound smart? It sounds fantastic. <laughs> right. So although there is hesitation in this market, maybe there doesn't need to be hesitation for you. Maybe it's just a matter of looking at your specific community and we could do a custom search for you. Like once we have that clarity call, we can set up something so you can be watching it and feeling Mm -hmm. in the know, because when we're in the know, you make wise decisions. Mm -hmm. And even though I believe 2023 will cause some, some adjustment because we grew too fast in, in 2021, 2022, it was, unsustainable and and it was abnormal yeah and so we we had to bring it into an adjustment like we didn't bring it but the market (laughs) the market was gonna happen interest rates brought it but what that old price that happened that high price that happened in february of 22 of 2022 sets kind of a new norm a new Oh, it would be okay if it went back to that. So I think 24, 25, we're going to start to see increases moving back towards that super high. So clarity is essential to create success and achieve the goals that are meaningful. And we're honored to be on this journey with you of building wealth through real estate and living a life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward.